seems like the number one thing that life is trying to teach me right right now right now because life is always a teacher but right now life is trying to teach me patience and being persistent on the same path and you know not get, not giving up i was just thinking about how the other day this this girl crashed into my bumper and I was thinking, and it, was, it happened right outside my apartment. And I wasn't even mad when it happened. I was like moving five miles an hour. I was just like, okay, wow. Um, and I got out of my car and the first thing she said to me was like, yo, you didn't see me? And that, I wasn't even gonna react. But like when she, <laughs> when she responded like that, it instantly brought out another side of me. And they're running over to take pictures of my license plate and, like, all this stuff. I'm like, yo, like, let's just, like, first, like, figure out what happened. Like, I just feel like, you know, this is all just coming, like, all at once. And I ended up, like, technically fleeing the scene um, because I moved my car from where it happened one block down the street to park my car and go into my and I came back and I was just like you know let's just like figure out what happened and everything like I just felt like I had to move my car just so like we could like have a conversation and the whole time like her friend just was like recording me and I just really fucking hate that why do we just need to like put a camera in people's face in this generation 24 7 and like without their permission though you know what I'm saying it was just really unnecessary because I wasn't being violent or anything like that toward them. And she was just like recording me the whole time, which made me super uncomfortable. Um, but anyway, I'm just sitting here thinking back and I'm going 100% it was her fault. But because I moved my car, am I going to have to pay for this now? Um, and the whole thing is unresolved, but it makes me just think about how when things get uncomfortable, I do that, I leave. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this because there are elements within the situation that take me out of myself and take me out of the, the what I'm working hard to be, which is like peaceful and um, non-confrontational and stuff like that. And... You know, so I just didn't want to deal with it, and I left. And I'm thinking, like, wow, now I might pay for it. And maybe that's my lesson to stop leaving when things get hard, which is another lesson that I'm recent, recently learning as well. Whew, hold on. Um... Back in, at the beginning of November, I subletted out my apartment and left to Arizona. And I'm thinking, like, I'm going to run my, at the time I had a, my CMOS business. I'm thinking, I'm just going to grow my business online and I can save all this money with rent. I just need a break from L.A. When I was leaving, it's really crazy that I'm sharing this with you. As I was leaving... The song <clears throat> on my shuffle playlist by India Ari, Slow Down, came on. And she was saying, like, slow down, baby, you're going too fast. 
You about to wreck your future, running from the past. You need to slow down, baby. And I shut it off. I was like, shut that shit up. <laughs> I was like, who is she talking to? Not me. I'm out. I'm going to Arizona. <laughs> but it was on my mind the whole time. Like, maybe I am just like, you know, just running away. At the time I was fasting, I was on like my seventh day of my fast. And I get to Arizona and I'm trying to resettle in this new place. And it was, there were some things working out and then there were just other things not working out. And I was just trying to read all the signs and figure out like, am I supposed to be here? Well, there was this apartment I was looking at, right? And it was on Margaret Ave. Margaret is my mom's name. So I'm like, oh, you know, cool. It was just a little studio. It was perfect size. Just really humble, like humble beginnings type. And it was $7.50 a month. And I was like, cool. Like, that's that's perfect. Like, that's what I'm looking for right now. <clears throat> Hindsight, I wish I would have gotten an Airbnb and brought my ass right back. But I had already literally packed up my car twice and, and moved out there. When I moved out there, so I moved into the studio. I got a new car. My old car was paid off. I had just put a lot of work into it and, um, you know, still owed money on the work that was done to the car. And then I went and got a new car and I was just like making a whole bunch of like really like hindsight, like bad decisions. You know, I thought I really needed a new car and, you know, my spirit was telling me the whole time, like, don't get a new car, you know, because... A car is a car. It's going to get fucked up. It's this, that, and a third. And I always hate having a car note. So here I have a decent car, but, you know, it's tired from me driving it back and forth between Tucson and L.A. And um, anyway, you know, um, so I got a car. I moved into the studio. And when I moved into the studio, instantly, like, everything was going wrong. The landlords were so horrible. Um they were just really rude to me. Um, and I said to myself, oh no, I'm going to have a problem with these guys and it's going to end badly. And that's what happened. So the whole time the, the apartment was infested with crickets and I was documenting it the whole time. I started documenting every single thing that was going on because I knew it was going to end up going to court. And Long story short, um, we got into this, We when I finally like came to them about the crickets, because there were other things that needed to be taken care of first, and I was really scared to talk, to say anything to them about the crickets, because I just knew it wasn't going to be a pleasant conversation. Um, when we finally had that conversation at the end of January... Um, I was packing up my car and making a bunch of CMOS to take on the road and planning this trip to LA to make some money because I, I couldn't make any money in Tucson. Like my online orders were coming through, but it just was not enough. And I had to go make some in-person sales. When I left, I emailed them that I left and that I would be back in about a week or more. And they took that opportunity to send me letters to my mailbox, um, which I didn't even have a key for at the time. That was one of the things that we were arguing that, well, they argued with me about. And um, they sent me eviction letters when I wasn't there. And 
um, since I wasn't there to receive them, then they sent me court fee or um, court papers. Like now we're going to court about it. The whole time I wasn't there, I didn't know about any of it until I got back, and something was keeping me in LA when I took that trip. I was only planning to be gone for a week. I ended up being gone for three weeks, and when I finally was able to drive back to Tucson. Um, I went and finally was able to pick up my mail key, opened my mailbox, saw all the letters. And within three days, they served me eviction papers. Like, they came and served me. Someone showed up and gave it to me. And, um, and one of the papers said <clears throat> that I needed to be out within five days of receiving that letter. So since it was actually documented and proof that I came home on this day and I received the paper this day and it's actually like almost exactly five days later. Um, I packed up my car, literally like everything I owned, had to throw a couple things away, they weren't major, but packed, you know, what took me one trip with my other car, I was somehow able to strap everything to the top of my car and pack it full on the inside like, so much so that it was, like, damn near dangerous, like, the whole, all of it, um, but I, I, I got it up there and moved back to LA, and the person who was subletting my apartment, they still had, like, 10 days left in the apartment or something, but they were really kind and ended up, you know, helping me move my things back in, and, um, you know, all of that happened because I left LA in the first place because things got hard. And had I not left or, you know, fled the scene just because there was conflict, I never never would have had to. Um, I'm very sensitive, holy shit. I never would be facing the consequences I'm facing, which is... Um, He's trying to charge me like $1,200. It's really not a big deal, just $1,200, but also putting an eviction on my record. And I'm like in the process of trying to fight that. Um, you know, so life is... Whew, I'm so sensitive. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me pause this. Okay, I just needed to breathe for a second because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, while I left, I, I know I, I left for a reason. You know, I was trying to get some clarity about my path and what I was doing. I was really not happy doing CMOS anymore, uh, providing CMOS. I love the feeling, like, when people go, you know, you really make a difference in my life. I love that feeling. But I just... You know, I really hate doing what everybody else is doing. And everybody was trying to do CMOS. And um, it just wasn't what I really wanted to do. And so it was just creating this complex inside of me, you know, where I'm trying to be my normal, positive, uplifting self. But I have this thing that I'm doing only because I really have to do it. And I just promised myself like three years ago that I was not going to do anything I had to do anymore. I was only going to do what I want to do. Because what is life if we're only doing what we have to do, you know? 
like you should want to do everything you're doing and um you know be grateful for the things that you get to do and the things that you get to have I'm thinking about like you know people who are parents like you know they don't always want to be parenting but they kind of signed up for it you know but anyway um you know so I don't regret I don't really I mean I I sort of I regret moving to Arizona um it would have been a lot better if I would have just stayed it would have been a lot better if I would have stayed and just kind of did what I had to do at the time to, you know, stay caught up in, you know, everything. I, I should have still took that trip no matter what, just to clear my mind. But I should have came right back and got back to the grind. Um, that rhymed. And anyway, you know, now I'm... I'm trying to get into something completely different and so grateful. Um, I really believe that stopping my CMOS business was exactly what I was supposed to do because I didn't, I didn't love it in the first place. I love holistic health, but like, um, you know, I just, I knew that I wasn't born to be a CMOS provider. Uh, it was just something that I was doing at the time because someone encouraged me and I had the knowledge and I had you know, a quality product versus everything else that was out there. And I thought this was a really good way, this is a really good way that I can serve people, you know, right now and make income. And it did really, really well. Um, but it did really well because of the person I am. You know, I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a by any means necessary type of person. I'm a born bred entrepreneur. And it did well because I did well. Um, but and the whole time, you know, I always made sure I had good energy when I was doing it. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it if I was, if I was just not in the mood to make it or anything like that. Like I always made sure my energy was good, but I always knew this is not what I want to do. Um, so I'm grateful that that door closed. I really closed though. Like my supplier was like, oh, like Jamaican government is coming down with some new laws and now it's going to be more expensive and take even longer for you to receive your product and I'm like running out I'm like oh okay and I was broke too so I'm like running out and broke I'm like wait so I can't buy it and if I if I did find a way to buy it I wouldn't receive it for weeks and I would need to find new work anyway I was like yeah this is the perfect time for me to sidestep like okay see you later <laughs> um but yeah um you know there's just a lot it's just it's um it's seven forty in the morning and I've been doing a lot of thinking and preparing for my next endeavor and you know I'm just sitting here really thinking about the lessons that life has been trying to teach me the last few weeks or a couple months and um I realized that I really I really am the one to blame for the things that occur in my life it's because of these uh it is it's not like you know a terrible terrible thing that you know I deserve to be punished for it's just like yo you know you have a habit of running away which I know uh you have a habit of fleeing the scene you know when things get hard and um 
it would be to my benefit to stay present and, you know, remind myself to remain in character as life is happening around me, you know. Although I was completely calm when that girl hit my car, right? When I got out of the car and she just instantly started, like, yelling and being, like, overly dramatic, I should have just stood there and allowed her to act how she was acting and then did what I was supposed to do, which was, which I ended up doing, but, you know, later that, uh, about 10, 20 minutes after it all happened, but I should have not reacted called my insurance, uh, you know, insurance provider, told, told them exactly what happened, and then just stayed put. Um, she ended up calling the cops as well, which I just feel like, you know, all of that's going to work in her favor. I don't know. You know, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, if I would have just done what I was supposed to do and not reacted when this girl, you know, triggered me... <clears throat> then, uh, I don't know, I would at least feel better about the situation, so anyway, um, that is my thoughts this morning, life is, life is a constant teacher, and, uh, a year from now, you know, this, this is the type of stuff that's not going to matter, but it's really important for each of us to self-reflect and just have have these moments where we just are all right let me let me line up everything that's been happening and make sense of it um it was obviously you know none of it was like my favored outcome you know um Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, just some we all have things that we need to work on. And uh my thing is that I like to I like to run. <laughs> to probably channel that running away into actually running, get my fitness on, become addicted to actually like running. If I feel like I need to run away, just go for a run. <laughs> that would be a healthy alternative. So Anyway, um, thank you for listening, and yeah, I hope that my self-reflection was something that you could take and apply to your own life and start to think about, you know, what have you been dealing with? What have you been, what has been your challenge? What is something that you do that you could and probably should work on? Uh, There is no guilt. There's no guilt to you know, our qualities that we need to work on uh, as long as you're not harming anyone else. But um, your, you know, life only wants to benefit you. Life only wants to prepare you for your destiny and the person that you're supposed to be. So be mindful of what it says you need to work on and then do exactly that, work on it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening.